honestly. I tried to keep it going, couldn't, got overwhelmed, gave up. That's, I think, just like this podcast. Got overwhelmed, gave up. (laughs) But not yet. Not yet. This is episode 53. Because last week was our one year anniversary. That's true. Oh, our one year anniversary. We're just going to keep going. You hate I hit myself off. in the eye. It's okay. Pass it off. <laughs> the dog's barking. Yes. We love it. We live this for is it. improv, baby. Welcome just to say improv. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to die. <sighs> Yesterday, Zoe texted me. She's like, why do I, why do we find jokes about wanting to die so funny? And I was like, because we're messed up. Like, there's a lot of problems we haven't addressed. Like, um, I don't and know. it's like you're right. <laughs> you're right. We got to the bottom of that real quick. Real, real quick. I want to tell the story because I texted it to Zoe the other day, like after it happened. But I just really wanted to share it with our <laughs> audience. Our honestly, a podcast audience because I feel like people sometimes don't believe me when I say that I'm <laughs> awkward and like socially awkward um so i had class on tuesday night and i stopped at a grocery store beforehand so i could get some water and i was standing in line i just i had a 99 cent water bottle in my hand that's all i had and i was standing in line and they had like snacks by the (laughs) register and so i saw this bag of like chickpea (laughs) snacks and so i like picked it up to look at it because i was like oh that sounds good I don't know, I'm just idly standing, like, let me do something with my hands. So I pick up this bag of chickpeas, and I'm, like, looking at the back at, like, the ingredients and stuff, and I'm just, like, minding my business. And then the cashier is like, oh, I can help the next customer, which was me. And so I, like... (laughs) Which was me! And so I, like, panicked because I didn't have enough, like, (laughs) I didn't want to try to struggle to put the chickpeas back on, like, their little rack. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I don't have enough time, like, somebody, like... (laughs) I just panicked, so I just took them with me to the oh. cash and ended up buying them. <laughs> they were like six dollars. <laughs> I spent six dollars on chickpeas. Story time. Story time. I was robbed. <laughs> um. So I just like panic bought these chickpea <laughs> snacks, and I was like, "It's it's fine. Like now I have a panic snack. peas. <laughs> panic peas. That's what they should be called. That's what they should be called." And I was like, "That's okay. Like whatever. Like now I have a snack for when I go to class." And so I like was eating. I opened the bag on the way home from class that night, and I was like eating them on the subway, and I was like, "These aren't even good. <laughs> They're just dry peas." I got the flavor that I got was like balsamic and cracked pepper, oh. which like. Fancy is bougie, first of all. Yeah. The type of thing well, that's like a chickpea snack, so you exactly. know it has to be right off the bat. It has like, to be. Uh, I go home now, yes. I'm already home. God bless. Um, so I was like, I mean, like they sound tasty, and then I was just like eating them on the train, and it's just like 
you eat the seasoning off of them and then you're just eating a dried chickpea <laughs> and so it's really not that exciting. Uh, Welcome to Honestly. It's a podcast. With Zoe and Logan. And that's Logan who panic buys chickpeas. And that's Zoe who just panics. Who just constantly <laughs> panics. You right. No, you right. <laughs> no, you right. <laughs> Um, I apologize if I sound congested and or crackly in the throat. I don't know if I actually do or not, but not I, too I think I sound okay. Um, like a little bit, but not yeah. aggressively so. But I am kind of sick right now, so hopefully it won't be too much more upsetting than my voice normally is. <laughs> People are like, wow, it's really toned down. They're like, wow, she's actually not terrible this week. Amazing. Amazing. Fantastic. How have you been? I've been okay. I like how every week we ask each other this as if we haven't seen each other. Oh, no. Or spoken to each oh, other. Like, we already know what's going on. Or texted or each other. Happened. We had an hour-long phone conversation we yesterday. Did. We did. But how are you? How are you? We don't talk. <laughs> what's We should uh, talk more. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I've been saving a story. A work. It just got really bright in here. I know. Wow. I can see God. <laughs> Hello. What does that mean? <laughs> It's like he just like parted the clouds and came down. It's like, yes, speak, like, Zoe. And now he's like, no, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Um, anyways. A work story. Yeah, lay it on me. A woman came in and she was like, do you have this shirt? Uh-huh. And in a size double zero. And you're like, we'll check. Nope. Only a two. Okay. Now this. <laughs> Set the woman off. Oh no. Into what was going to be a very interesting couple of minutes. Oh dear. Um, like, no, only two. And I was like, not involved in this. I was like, cashing someone out as both of my managers were dealing with this woman. Lovely. And she's like, oh, well, can you order it for me? No. We don't do that. We can't. So they explained that. Mm -hmm. They were like, no. We don't have the capacity in Canada. We have no warehouses. Like, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. There's no program on our computer right. to do that for you. We can't. We, we can't, can't do it. We would if we could, but we, we can't. can't. So we, we shan't. We shan't. <laughs> on principle. <laughs> um, and she was like, oh, well, I spoke to someone at customer service who said that you do do that. And that he was very shocked that no one had offered me that at the last store that I went to. (laughs) And we were like, hmm, (laughs) interesting. And my friend Megan was like, hmm. No, like, he must have not had the right information. Like, we can't do that in Canada. In the States, they can. Right. But not here. So So I'm sorry about that. And she was getting progressively louder oh fabulous and was like well he was very nice and he said that we could do like you could do it for me and that you did it and he was gonna he was upset about that and like she just kept kind of repeating the same thing right i love when people do that yeah and then she was like megan was like oh well no like it might have been that he thought you were in in the states, in the states sure because like i'm sure you didn't call me like hi i'm from canada question <laughs> like it was just you probably just assumed sure that it was like we're relatively new, new in canada but yeah. hey. um no 
So she starts yelling about them not having correct information. Love it. And then the whole, like, well, who's li- Why would he lie to me about that? And Megan's like, no, I, I, I don't think he was lying to you. I just think he was incorrect. Like, I just don't think he had yeah. the right information. Sure. It happens. It does. And then she goes, oh, so I'm just going to have to pay the $6 shipping? Now wait. <laughs> Megan cuts her off and goes, no, no, shipping's not way, it's a lot more than $6. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, shipping is probably between, like, 40 and $60, right? Oh, my God. And she's like, what? No, it's not. <laughs> and Megan's like, yeah, like, yeah, it is for, like, conversion right. and, like, all that stuff. And she's going off. She's like, pull it up on your website. Pull it up right now. Show me where it says $40. Show me where it says $40 shipping. Why are you lying to me? Uh, And Megan's like, I can't pull it up. Like, it depends on what you get. It will calculate (laughs) the shipping. But, like, based on what our customers come in and say to us, it's usually, like, a lot. That's why we don't do a lot of online stuff. Like, it's it's expensive. It has to be shipped in from the state. Exactly. Like, there's no warehouse. You have to pay for, like, duties and customs. And then it will get dinged. And, like, everything. Exactly. Like, it's it's a lot. And she was, like, screaming, like, pull it up. Pull it up. And I'm beside them, cashing someone out. And this woman I'm cashing out is just shaking her head, like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm just there, like, me and you both, lady. (laughs) And then... She's, again, progressively getting louder and yelling that mm-hmm. people are lying and all that. And then she goes, you two are just misinformed. You just don't know anything. And it was just implying that my two managers, like, didn't have any. Sure. That makes and sense. And then she stayed <laughs> for, like, 15 to 20 more minutes trying things on and just, like, trying to, like, be nice at this point. That's bold. And everyone was like, no. Like, how do you We're not having that. several minutes yelling at people and saying that they're misinformed and that they're lying to you, and then you proceed to stay in the store and act like yeah. nothing happened? And I was like, after I had cashed this lady out, mm-hmm. I went to cash her out because of the situation happening, because they were dealing with that. I was like, I don't want to yeah. have them, like, interrupt her right, and have to help someone else. Yeah. So I was like, I will get you over here. After I said I went back to the fitting room. Yeah. And it was really busy back there. And then she came back and was trying on the shirt. Oh, Jesus. The mentioned shirt. <laughs> Tried it on. Of course it didn't fit. It was too big. Yeah. And then she came out in this, like, packed fitting room. And she's like, do you have shirts that are similar to this? I mean, I was like, I I have to think about it. Like, I'll, I'll do a lap and I'll grab any that I see that are, like, Because we get new stuff, like, every single week. Yeah. And things are always, like... There's no way to keep track of shirts that look similar to another <laughs> shirt at just, like, a quick, like, I got it. I'll grab the five off the top of my head right. that I know. Yeah. So, as I'm about to do that, she, like, snatches it out of my hand again and goes, well, I'll just go ask someone else. And I was like, cool. Okay. Go for it, man. So, she went back to the uninformed managers of mine. People. I just don't, I really don't know what I would come into, like, contact with in a store that would get me to yell at people like that. No. And it's just, like, the smallest of things for people. Well, yeah. It seems. They come in, they're like, there's dust on the ground! (laughs) Ah, And you're like, okay, I'm sorry, I'll get a Swiffer. My entire bed. People are wild. They're truly 
excessive. It's <laughs> every possible doing way. the most at all times, and I don't respect it. It was just the you two are so uninformed. Like, oh, okay, maybe. <laughs> like, who knows? <laughs> like, they've just worked here this whole time. Like, you're just a random customer. But that's but you know more because you talk to a nice yeah. man on the phone. We love it. Like. She kept saying that he was nice, like that somehow. It's like, like he can sure be nice and wrong. Yeah, like, and I often am. <laughs> I know from experience <laughs> that you can often be nice and wrong. That's um, my constant state. Yeah, so that was her. That's I hope you enjoyed so that tale. I love your customer service stories. They're a lot. They're <laughs> fantastic, and they all just kind of like blend in. Yeah, together. I just. It makes me so grateful that I don't work in the customer yeah. service industry, even though I kind of technically do. Yeah. But not in the way that you do. I have to deal with other stupidity. <laughs> you do. Just a different variety. It's a different variety of stupidity, but hey. Stupidity, nonetheless. None the less. Speaking of stupidity, though. Yes. Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Rhymer. Rhymer. Armor. The man. The myth. The legend. The man, the, what did you say? The man, the lift, the, the legend. legend. That's him. <laughs> um, didn't really read a whole lot about this because I just saw the headline and I was like, oh, no. You know, like, sometimes you just, like, see a headline. You're like, I actually don't need to read more. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, stop right there. I have all I need. Like, I, that's on. enough information for me. Um, he wants to do another show. Which, first of all... <laughs> that's it. That's all the end of the story. Stop. He wants to do another show. Stop him. We have often talked about our distaste for Ryan Murphy and his programming. <laughs> the thing with Ryan Murphy is, I think, truly, that if he stuck to one concept mm-hmm. per episode, <laughs> not even season, that might be too much for him. Yeah. Per episode, I feel like it could be a lot better. It wouldn't be terrible. It wouldn't be great, but it wouldn't be terrible. It wouldn't be what it is currently. Because <laughs> it's like every episode was like, okay, so this is the main plot. Yeah. Well, like per season, let's go for this. Yeah. This is the main plot. Mm-hmm. Three episodes in, we're going to introduce a new storyline. And completely abandon the initial plot. Yeah. <laughs> initial plot, I don't know her. We don't then, know her. We're going to add new characters, new storylines, a bunch of little ones that yeah. kind of connect very loosely if you, like, close one eye. Like, yeah. that kind of situation. Yeah. Then, episode before the finale, yeah. we're going to have a plot twist regarding the second plot. <laughs> and then, in that plot twist, a new plot's going to be introduced. And then the last episode will wrap up the final plot that was <laughs> added and no other plot. No, we will never resolve all the other 87 plots. No, nope, just introduced. the one that was closest to the end. I feel like Ryan Murphy. <laughs> so, American Crime Story. He seems to be doing very well with that. The Versace one is airing right now, and it seems to be getting like a yeah. lot of good publicity. And I think. He can do things like that very well. Like, he was doing Versace. He did the OJ thing. The OJ one was very good. I think with something like that, he has, like, a very specific yeah. storyline to work with. Because he can't add, like, clowns. He can't and add clowns. Crying. <laughs> he can't add people jacking off and, and crying. crying and staring at a burnt man in their 
fun. You can still add Sarah Paulson. Of course. And he will. Um, but I feel like that works for him. Like, he can do that well. I feel like the first few seasons of Glee, he did well. Yeah. I mean, like, I know that was a problematic show <laughs> for other reasons, but, like, he kind of, like, he had a plot. Yeah. He didn't introduce too much nonsense. Yeah. For too the, much. <laughs> for the first little while. Yeah. Um, American Horror Story, he has been given too much leeway with that. First season, great. So you say. It was good. Maybe it's good just looking guy. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those, like, uh, when the you old can, days. When you compare it to what is yeah. out now, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. It's like when people are like, oh, I wish I could live in the 50s. And you're like, do you? <laughs> like, it's that kind of situation where, like, you look at it for too long, you're like, no. You're like, no, I take it back. No, no. So, him. <laughs> Our main myth. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice was so quivery. <laughs> I couldn't say it. He wants to um, develop a new show. I don't know if it's going to be the same kind of style as American Horror Story, oh, where it's like an anthology series. Exactly. Like I don't know if that's what he's doing. Or oh, because he also be has like, Feud. That's exactly. his other show, and he also has the nine one one one. Nine one one one. How many shows does this motherfucker Too have? Many shows. No one managed with all that power. No. Anyway. Especially Ryan Murphy. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be that style or if it's going to be, like, completely different. But he wants it to be about the Me Too movement. Yep. And he, the, like, working title is Consent. Um. Woo! <laughs> no. <laughs> um. I just feel like that's, like, a hard no. But, like. But hey, I don't, I don't know. I don't know a lot about a lot, but, um, I saw a tweet that I felt summed it up very well. Yeah. So the initial tweet was Ryan Murphy's new series is tentatively titled Consent and would tackle Hollywood predators like Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey. Uh, somebody named Amanda Hess quote retweeted that and said, faced with revelations of widespread sexual (laughs) harassment and assault in their industry, Men of Hollywood ask, how can we turn our female colleagues' pain into profits? Exactly. Like, that's that's all it, it is. I just, um, I just don't think it's his story to tell. No. And hey, <laughs> like, if you want this to be a concept, mm-hmm. you're like, I want a show that tackles this issue. Yeah. Maybe... Use your role as a powerful TV man. Yeah, TV man. TV man. <laughs> you know, the best superhero of all time. <laughs> TV man. Um, And, like, support women who have written mm-hmm. shows about this concept themselves. Yeah. Like, be a producer. Just be like, yeah, go yeah. do that. Or just... You don't have to, like... <sighs> Support women who are victims of predators like Harvey yeah. Weinstein and Kevin Spacey. Well, not Kevin Spacey. But the yeah. men who are victimized by him. Um, maybe just support them in other ways. Yeah. Maybe don't make TV. Like, I don't like. I don't think you need to make a show explicitly about consent. Cast some of them in the next season of American Horror Story. Yeah. Or like you said, like be a producer on like one of their projects, exactly. or just like get involved in other ways where you are still supporting and like bolstering their voices and like letting them be heard but you're just kind of taking a back taking a back seat just to like it. sit down and 
they got your mouth. There are ways to be supportive and like raise awareness without being at the forefront of it constantly. Yeah. It's like, have you seen that meme where it was like, it's like how to be an ally mm. and it shows like a person and then it shows the person sitting down and then the person has like an X over their mouth. Because <laughs> it's just like sit down and shut up. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not your moment to be in the spotlight. Exactly. It's not at all. Because you know, like he would make this show. It would be popular as his, like, American Horror Story shows are. Yes. And people would be like, oh my god, he is so woke. (laughs) People gag over everything Ryan Murphy does. Anything he does. And he's just, like, very problematic. I truly don't understand. I don't get it. Okay. (laughs) Maybe we weren't meant to understand it. (laughs) I don't think we were. No. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That's all that I had to say about that. I was like, wow. Yeah. Can we not? Maybe. Uh, I think that's just like a really bad idea and I hope it doesn't I hope it doesn't happen, but I don't have a lot of hope that it won't. Yeah. Hope that it won't. Hope that it won't. Yeah, it's going to be like an American Horror Story thing. Like he's going to make that the theme, like how it was like call up people and be like, consent. Oh yeah, that's one. the thing. It's just going to be like. It's going to be like a series of like just like garish <laughs> little it's so bad storylines about it just given how like this past season of american horror story was handled the one like cult yeah it was like about the election not great bob no like i just feel like there were aspects of that season that would have been particularly triggering Oh, yeah. And so I don't even want to imagine what he would do with a show centered around sexual abuse and oh, no. misconduct and abuse of it power. It would just be terrible. It would be... I think it would be extremely damaging yeah. and triggering to people. And I don't think he should do it. So, Ryan, <laughs> if you're listening... I know you're listening to this podcast. You're our number one fan, but, like, listen to us. Please. <laughs> Armor. Please. <laughs> Armor. Um, I had, like, a real quick bone to pick with Drag Race. Pick that bone. Not the current season. Not last season. I'm talking season seven. <laughs> Let's go. So, my mom has... I've gotten my mom really into Drag Race. Like, she's obsessed with it. <laughs> it's so fun. So, we watched, like, the two seasons that were on Netflix. And then she's like, well, I want I more. more. So, now we're like, okay. So, then I was like, okay, we can watch season seven. Like, whatever. It's easy enough to find. So we watched season seven and now we're going back and like watching. Yeah. She just, she can't get enough. I love and respect that it's more fantastic. than anything. So we finished watching season seven on the weekend. And I mean, like, I already knew who won just because I've like looked things up in the past. Yeah. To be like, and like, I'm just familiar with what happens. Um, I just want to say, now that I've watched the entire season, Ginger Minge was robbed. robbed. Entirely. Robbed. Robbed. <laughs> Yes, no, like, entirely robbed. I was so frustrated the entire season because Violet just kept skating by on her runway looks and that snatched little waist of hers, and somehow she ends up winning. no. She couldn't act for shit. She couldn't do any of, like, the singing challenges. Like, the only thing that she could do were looks. I was like, we get it, you have a small waist. Yeah. I can't relate, but that's fine. <laughs> Whereas Ginger Minj slayed Hilarious. everything. Yeah. An icon. Also, Pearl. 
love of my life. A lot. <laughs> I just could not believe it. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's how I feel a lot of the times, though, when you're watching it. You're like, why are they, like, freaking out about this person? Yeah. In these challenges, you're like, they're not doing anything. That's the thing. It's like every week the judges are just like gagged over Violet. And it's like, we get it. She has a small waist, but like. And looks great. But it's like, did you see her in the (laughs) acting challenge? Did you see when she didn't know what was going on at all and couldn't do anything? Remember that? Just like five minutes ago. Just like stop, pause, recollect. Just. She was terrible. Yeah. And now you're like. (laughs) And the winner is. (laughs) Could not believe it. I was so upset. Justice for Ginger. Justice for Ginge. And yes, I am getting heated about something that happened three <laughs> years ago, but I think it deserves to be said. I just wanted to like throw my two cents in there. Ginger was robbed. Um, I love Pearl. Like, how can someone be so attractive out of drag, but so attractive in drag? It really makes I, me question a lot of things. I get <laughs> it's like too much. I'm like, this shouldn't, like, why? Like, Teach me your ways. Pearl out of drag. My ideal guy. Yeah. Like, looks-wise. Yeah. Pearl in drag. My ideal woman. Like, <laughs> like wow. <laughs> Where are they now? <laughs> Love me. It was, so, like, and Pearl's just so funny. Like, yeah. everything they say is so unintentionally funny. Because they're just so monotone. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just one point where they're doing, like, their little, like, confessional thing. And they're just like, I'm just so stressed out. <laughs> Just like wow, same. Everything they did really resonated with me, and everybody's like, "Wake up, Pearl! Like, why are you always asleep?" And I'm just like, "This is just me. Like, this is why I love you so much because that I see myself in you. I do. I'm just like a less attractive version of you, Pearl. Anyway, just really wanted to get that off my chest. Um, I'm sure you'll have more outdated Drag Race thoughts coming from me soon. <laughs> Please follow Logan's blog, Justice for Ginger.com. I know. Ridiculous. Actually robbed. Just like Shangela was robbed in All Stars. Yo, like, as much as we love Trixie on oh, this yeah. podcast, this is a very pro Trixie podcast. We are pro Trixie, but come on, guys. The fact that Chandler didn't even get to be in, like, the lip sync. Atrocious. It's, uh, atrocious. It's just, like, I won't stand for it. Justice for Ginger. Justice for Shandy. Shandy. Queen of dragons. The queen <laughs> of drag. Ah! Um, <laughs> oh. Anyway, what else, what else are we no. talking about this week? What else you got? Um, I have the Sean Mendez article that I sent you. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was scrolling through Twitter, as I do, <laughs> and I came across this article, which had what I thought was just such a great headline to it, and I was like, well, I have to read this now, yeah. and it was, Let Sean Mendez Be Heterosexual <laughs> in, in peace. peace, and it's by uh, John Paul Brommer, and I sent it to Zoe because her and I love Shawnee We're Men. Shawnee Men stands <laughs> for life. For life. Um, I know. Four songs. Same. Same. Um, But the article I could name four songs. There you go. Fantastic. We measure up. We love it. Anyway, uh, so the article was just talking about how 
people have seemed to like latched onto this idea that Sean Mendes is secretly gay and like he's just not coming out and they're just like forcing yeah. that label onto him. Yeah. And the article was just talking about like why that's problematic. <laughs> and it was just it was good. It, it like yeah. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of like the One Direction, Larry is real, yeah. that whole shtick where it's like we're going to take these people who have never said that they're gay, yeah, but because of their mannerisms or the way that they act, we're going to assume that they're gay. Yeah. And we're going to aggressively make, so. We're going to aggressively say that they're gay. We're going to make memes about it. And the article is saying they're just like they just end up being like really like misogynistic and like yeah. bottom shamey memes yeah. where it's like haha it's funny. <laughs> it's like but it's not. And they mentioned too like Sean Mendes made like a was it Instagram or like a Snapchat where yeah. he's like I don't know why we think this is funny like and like yeah why you think if I was that would be a bad funny thing exactly. it's like I don't I don't care what you're saying but it's like oh it's a lot we love a woke icon we truly do yeah I don't know why people are so fascinated with the idea of like people being gay I yeah to the point where it's like. You're so aggressive about it. Like, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Let's That's their business. Move on. But it's like, like he has said, like, he's come out as straight. Congratulations. <laughs> How brave. Braver than any U.S. Marine. Um, Like, he has said in the past yeah. that, like, he's not gay. He's just trying to be a heterosexual <laughs> guy. Um, I, for one second, thought you were gonna just, I don't know why, but I thought you were going to say a heterosexual homie. Like, I saw your mouth. You were like, and I was like, what's happening? And then it, it didn't come out. It, did it did flashed it, through my brain. That's what I thought. I, I felt it. Like, I read it off of your face. So I was like, she's saying it. You saw the thought pass through my mind. It just not come out. And I was like, no, we're not doing that today, Logan. <laughs> not but today. You did. Through me, I am a vessel. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just think that's weird and somebody's like, hey, I'm straight, thanks so much. And then you're like, no, you're but gay. you're gay, though. It's like, okay, but they said that they're straight, and it's like, why do you think it's fun or funny yeah. that they're secretly gay and they're not yeah. coming out? Like, it's just like, it's a deeper-rooted issue, Yeah, I and think. it's like, in the event that they were, mm-hmm. like, I don't think that's something that's going to make them more comfortable, yeah. you know? I just let everyone be. Just like, let them live their life. Stop like forcing sexualities onto people. Somebody's straight, somebody's gay, somebody's bi, pan, whatever. Whatever. That's up to them to decide and figure out. And decide out. if they want to tell you. And it's yeah, it's not really any of your business. So leave Sean Mendes alone. That's Logan's other side blog. Justice for Sean Mendes. Just let him hang out with Haley Baldwin or whichever blonde person he's dating. Like, <laughs> just let it happen. Let him be know? happy in his heterosexuality. Little boy from Pickering. And now oh, he's smashing it. Uh, so One Direction humor for your day. Love it. Enjoy. Every time, so like in the article, just like side note, it like mentioned the fact that he's 19. And every time I see his age, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. We have this like discovery. Like I what were we were we watching hot, hot takes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it hot ones? Hot is that ones, what it's called? Yeah. 
And you're like, how old, wait, how old is he? Because, like, I know that he's, like, younger than us, but yeah. I was like, oh, he's, like, 21 or something yeah. like that. And then Zoe looked it up, and she was like, oh, he's 19. <laughs> and we stood in silence. 19. He's a very cute little boy. A wee beeb. A small, small child. Leave him alone. Please, just leave everyone alone. Let him be a heterosexual homie. <laughs> I would just like to point out that Zoe said that, not me. I was going to keep that thought to myself. I read it off of her face, though, so, mm-hmm. like, partially blame both of us. <laughs> I think. I think they it's, always do. I, th- I think that's fair. I think it's only fair that you hate us equally. Yeah. No, for sure. That's it. Yeah, that's all. Uh, the Met Gala was on Monday this past week. That was exciting. Um, people, I mean, the theme this year was very polarizing. Yeah. Was, uh, Heavenly Bodies and, you know, Catholicism and stuff like that, (laughs) which I think is a bomb theme. Yeah, I love Catholic imagery. Like, call me crazy. It's, it's good. Beautiful. Um, there were some good looks, there were some boring looks, as always. Ashley Graham. <laughs> yeah, hers was, like, lackluster. Like, it was nice, but it wasn't, like, well, Matt Gala. That's the thing. Like, this is the thing that bothers me every year about the Matt Gala, is there's a theme. And yeah. the kind of, like, suggestion is that you follow the theme. <laughs> that's the point of the theme, I would say. That's kind of the gag. It's like, here's this really cool theme. It's like the one time a year these people can just go, like, balls deep yeah. and, like, just go crazy. crazy. Yeah. And they never do. You can literally have, like, a giant cross sticking off the top of your head. You can literally act out the stations of the cross. Like, listen. Imagine. Listen, Sarah Jessica Parker came with a freaking nativity scene on, on her, her head. head. That's the kind of dedication to a theme yeah. that I respect. Yeah. All the men, why were they there? Who invited them? What's the point? Except for Chadwick Boseman. Yes. He looked great. Yes. Yes. He yeah. got the theme right. He did. He tried. He put Amazing. up it. He was like, yes, I am going to turn up and wow everybody there. Everybody else was just like, I'm going to wear a suit. Wow, how different for you. Literally, why are men invited? They <laughs> to ruin, anything. They ruin it. Yeah, honestly, to anything. But, like, they ruin it every year. It's just like, cool. That's that's great. It's not, a black suit. Not on theme at all. Oh, it has sparkles somewhere? It's Amazing. like, oh, you're wearing a little bit of velvet. Wow, oh, you went all out, didn't wow. you? Best dress list. Uh, Rihanna killed it, as always. Always. Um, we don't have to worry about her. No, I mean, like, she's, we get it. She's the queen of the netball. Like, every year she turns it out. And God bless her for it. Um, SZA also yeah. looked beautiful and ethereal. And yes. And just, like, a little, like, ugh, she's so gorgeous. Who else? I liked Kate Bosworth's dress. She looked very nice. And she had, like, the little, like, lace yeah. veil on. That was very cute. I'm just, like, scrolling my picture. She did talk about Chadwick. Zendaya. As Joan of Arc. Always looks amazing. She's like the little mini queen of the Met Gala. She is. Like her and Rihanna. Hello. (laughs) Can always count on them. Like Lively looks beautiful. I mean, she always looks beautiful. She looks great. It's fine. Was it Lily Collins that I'm thinking of? It looked like a nun with a little, like, tear. Yes. Lily Collins looked beautiful. Uh, Lana Del Rey looked great. Uh, Winnie Harlow looked amazing. Like, there were. 
some good books, but a lot of really lackluster ones. My the the one that I saw, like I said, Ashley Graham already. We know my feelings I, yeah. about her. Her dress was nice, but it was just gold. That's and that's what like a it, lot of people seem to go with. They're it was like just gold. They're like, okay, uh, Christianity, Catholicism, gold. Uh, we'll just we'll just wear some gold. Like okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I didn't get it, but hey. Uh, you know, as always, perhaps we were not meant to get it. But I love the Met Gala. It's one of my favorite times of year. I love looking at people in pretty clothing. So that was a delight. Very extravagant clothing. I yeah. love it. It's, it's so cool to look at. You're like, wow. It's like Halloween, but like 10 times better. And more expensive. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, fantastic. I don't know if you have like seen the drama on Instagram today in like the beauty community. I haven't. I saw your list and I was yeah. like, what is this? And then I didn't investigate because okay. I was like, I want to hear it. Okay. I want to react in live live time. Yeah. That doesn't Go make with sense. It. Go with it. Commit. <sighs> I said what I Welcome said. Welcome to improv, baby. <laughs> baby. Okay. So I follow a lot of like beauty Instagrammers. Yeah. As you know. Um, one of them, her username is Gel Cream. I don't know if you've heard of her. She always like posts. She always like holds things. It's like very aesthetically pleasing. It's okay, like probably. If you've probably seen her pictures yeah. at some point. So she posted. She does like reviews of products okay. and stuff like that. So she posted a picture or like a series of pictures earlier today of the new um Kim Kardashian fragrance. You know, oh, like the, the bottle that's like I love the body. way the box opens. Well, I haven't seen I'm the box. Mesmerized. I haven't seen you the box. You pull a string and all four walls just fall down to reveal around the body. The body. <gasps> the body. The body. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's amazing. It's very cool. So she posted this, like, she posted some pictures of the packaging, and then she posted this long caption, which I will read to you. Okay. So, um, I think that's a great product to break my silence. The symbol of consumerism. This is the only Kardashian-Jenner creation I have ever held in my hand, and I must admit, it feels nice. Here's what I think while touching her. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, having the resources, you must innovate in all areas, create breakthrough formulas and manufacturing processes, new communication approaches, offer best customer support, research and develop with young creatives, all of that to make products that will stay in history and improve our day-to-day life. Instead, what do we get? Sadly, a celebrity using fame as a tool to sell us some shit. Except she didn't say shit, shit. She used a little poop emoji. Oh, Okay. Tiny companies with tiny budgets care more than KKW's mega brand. No returns, no exchanges, copy-paste designs, basic formulas, generic products. Isn't Kim just a mere reflection of our generation? I am afraid it was us who created this quote-unquote monster. I am keeping this perfume as a symbol of America. Oh my god. I can't return it anyway. $60 plus another 15 for tax and 10-day shipping. 3 out of 5 for the perfume. 0 out of 5 for the KKW Beauty brand. So, I mean, like, the caption is very condescending. It's very excessive, also. It's too much. Like, okay. You're gonna start quoting, like, marks in like, a couple we seconds? Don't like, I don't... This. Just reel it in. Yeah. So... Reel it in, simmer it down a little bit. So, it was a bit much, and I was like, okay, like, we didn't ask for this, like, <laughs> dissertation on, like, yeah. consumerism and all of that. But anyway, I was willing to just move on from that. But, you know Jen Atkin? She's, like, the hairstylist for the Kardashian. She yes, 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 yes. Way yes. is her line of hair yes. stuff. Yes, I do. 
So she I'm ready. Comments on the picture. I'm gonna start singing like Shane in that video where he's like, tea, tea, tea. I want tea, tea. So Jen Atkin, who like again, she has her own brand. Yes. Like she is a brand, she is a businesswoman. She comes on Instagram and comments on this person's post. This, this, I'm gonna read this, and it's all in caps, so oh, keep that in oh, mind. Oh, she's yelling. She is she's yelling. Mad. She says, "You are a miserable human being. Please stop being so negative and start supporting women who have helped make it possible for you to make a living on Instagram. You should be thanking Kim Kardashian." You can have a review without being nasty or using the term monster. And then she goes on to reply to something that I think the girl said back to her and said, STFU, you have no idea how hard she works on this brand. They employ hundreds of people and don't just shit out projects like leg- or products like legacy brands. You need to do research. Again, all in caps. All in caps. We love the passion behind it. <laughs> For sure. It's a lot to have a grown woman yelling in all caps who wasn't involved, no, wasn't added, wasn't, wasn't a review of her product. No, and like I get, I get wanting to like stick up for your friends. Your friends yeah, I understand that, but why are you coming out here yelling in all caps and calling somebody a miserable, sad human You're being? A bad human being, like. You could have handled that in a much more mature way because yeah. now I think a lot of people like the caption aside, which yeah, as we said, was condescending. I think like now everybody's just focused on like Jen Atkins' comments. Oh, yeah, and it's like and like if you'd never heard of her before or like known she had a, her own product or anything yeah. like that, if you were like in the market for what like whatever product she's selling. You'd be so put off by that to do anything. Yeah. Like, the the Decium or Decium, whatever well, exactly. guy. Like, he's going through something. And, like, I'm not going to be buying things that I wanted to, but it's all... It's too much. It's, it's a lot. That's the thing. Like, I've wanted to try, like, way hair care stuff in the past. But, yeah. like, hey, it's, like, expensive. Like, I get my shampoo from, like, the drugstore. Like, I'm not yeah. that bougie. But now I'm like, I really don't want to support a brand that like goes on Instagram and, and like puts somebody people. on blast. Like it's just so immature. Like, like confronts people in all caps on Instagram. Like you're like literally a grown. That's woman. a bold move. Bold for sure. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was like way too much. <laughs> way. way too. Oh, <laughs> we're so full of puns today. Um. And yeah, I'm gonna be monitoring the situation because <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens because I feel like both of them, like um the girl who runs the Instagram account and then like Jen Atkin, are both like very prominent figures in like the beauty community, especially yeah. like on Instagram. And they kind of like are in the same circles and like I'm talking about like glossy against yeah. the gloss, like that realm of people. So it's like it'll be very interesting to see like where everybody kind of like Sides. What happens? Yeah. Um. But I just thought that was like some really fun drama. <laughs> I just loved the the initial caption. Right. It's just in itself so pretentious. Without the additional comments. Yeah. Of others. By it's just wow. <laughs> yeah. Like bold for sure. Mm-hmm. 
For sure. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah. As a person who makes their living reviewing products mm-hmm. and stuff... Yeah. For you to be, like, challenging consumerism is a lot. Like, right? It, exactly. Like, yeah, that's... Yeah, we know. That's, that's what you're doing. how you make a living. You're saying if people should or should not buy certain things. Yeah. But you're right. You have no part in it. It's all Kim K's fault. Yeah. I just feel like there is so much hypocrisy and like yeah. all of it. And, and so I much was it. living for it. Oh, wow. In unrelated news, uh, Spotify is getting rid of R. Kelly's music. Not all together, which I'm kind of like, I mean, you can take yeah. that extra step, but they're basically going to take it off of any of their curated playlists or any of like um like their weekly like discover weeklies or anything like that um it'll still exist on like playlists that other people have created and they'll still have like his discography available to listen to but they won't be actively promoting it anymore okay um which i was like well that's a step in the right direction yeah for sure because he's a vile human being gross in every possible way i call him a human being he's just a vile person saying a piece of garbage piece of garbage for sure yeah for sure totally totally garbage yeah i guess like this is part of spotify's new movement or like they have like some new rule that they're putting in place that's like gonna stop them from promoting artists that are considered like hateful or something like that i can't remember the terminology but kind of a step in the right direction to not promote artists that are problematic Problematic. yeah so that's good a small round of applause for spotify (laughs) brava brava snaps snaps for spotify i think that covers everything that was on my list of things to talk about this week okay do you want to do our advice thing? Oh, yeah. How about you explain to the people what this <laughs> is? Okay. So we've decided that we are going to do a segment where we give unsolicited advice to people on the internet. Because we love telling people what to do. That's our, you know, that's our MO. <laughs> In life, that's what we want to do. Yeah. So we will be looking in various threads and forums on the reddit the reddit um if you're a real life person who wants real life advice you could also send it in yeah and it will be like slightly more solicited yeah but not but don't worry if no one sends anything to us like it won't stop us exactly we will find advice and we will give it boy boy (laughs) will we we give it it. you want me to read it or do you want to read it you can go for it okay so, this is the first one we're going to do. When tell them what thread it's from. Friendship advice. Because we're friends and we have advice. Snap for us. <laughs> Amazing. So, this is from user Slay? Slay? Slay, honey! 1998. Cool. Me and my best friend were pretty exclusive in high school, which I admit was a big mistake, as I currently have no close friends outside of her. We both graduated and got different jobs, and our schedules make it nearly impossible to just hang out or go to a movie. We finally met up a couple weeks ago, and she was completely different and uninterested in a lot of what I had to say, 
while I listen to every one of her stories. It just feels like we're too different now. I'm the one who always texts first, and she constantly just texts one word text and randomly stops texting me like I'm not even a priority to her. <laughs> Look, I know I'm being petty, and I know she has her own life, but I feel like I'm the only one trying to stay friends. She's also done some shitty things, like becoming friends with this girl who constantly bullied me for being gay. Oh, wow. That's nice. I'm honestly thinking of just letting it go, not making a big thing of it, and ending it just not texting since I guarantee she would never text me first and mm -hmm. I wouldn't hear from her again. Mm -hmm. It just sucks having to start from square one and make new friends in such a large, oh, large? <laughs> Late stage. I combined the word. Love it. Large. In my youth, as I know I won't have the bonds I want with them. Mm -hmm. I would start by saying, first of all, you're not being petty. No. By, like, saying any of this. Um, I have been in similar situations in my life, and it's always, it's always hard. Yeah. Um, and I think what the person said about, I just don't think I'm gonna, like, text her anymore. I think that's, like, the best course of action, because, like, when somebody is, like, very clearly not making an effort to make plans or text you or, like, check in on you, it's kind of just like, okay, well, like, that says all I need to know. So I'm just gonna stop doing the work on my end. Yeah. Because you're not doing work on your it's end. It's like, you don't want to make the decision. She doesn't want to make the decision yeah. about ending things. Mm -hmm. So let the other person make the decision. Well, exactly. Just don't do anything. Like, friend breakup stories are really awkward. And, like, the ones that I've had are usually like this, where it's just kind of like they fizzle out and there's yeah. no sort of, like closure or anything like that like it's not like there's like one final moment where it's like we're not friends anymore mm -hmm. it's just like it's like oh this is how that's going it's like the one person okay. starts to like lose interest i guess and i'm like but hey um how about we do this how about we do that and then at a certain point i'm just like oh no like you just don't care so i'm not gonna care yeah. either also this person's username has 1998 in it mm -hmm. which Leads me to believe that you were born in 1998. I would assume so. If you're, she says that she's worried about making new friends in such a late stage in her life. Oh, you're not in a late stage. Girl. You have so much time to meet other friends in different places. You'll get a job somewhere and meet friends there. Yes. You've, I'm sure you could reconnect with other people that you may have known in high school. Yes. You are probably in college or university, mm -hmm. and you'll meet people there. Just give it a chance. Yeah. Like, I I think that's the best part about growing up is that you continue to make friends wherever you go. I mean, like, I think it is harder to make friends, like, as an adult, but I mean, like, you're only 20, yeah. maybe. Um, like, I made some, like, really close friends when I was in university, and I thought it was when I was, like, 18, 19 years old. Yeah. And now I'm working full time and I've made like friends through work. Um, and then, yeah, like as I've gotten older and like the further out of high school I've gotten, I've like reconnected with people that I went to high school with, exactly. which is like wild. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, like you just have to like put yourself out there, like at school or at yeah. work, like you'll and, make like, friends. In my first year of university, like I had such a hard time making friends because mm -hmm. it's like, Every friend that I would make would then, like, change programs mm -hmm. or they would leave the school and decide to do something else. Yeah. Which is, like, 
cool. Like, I had them for a moment. It yeah. was nice to meet them along their own journey yeah. in life. But it was, like, wasn't until, like, second year that I started making, like, actual friends that I would, like, hang out mm-hmm. with and stuff. Which, so just, like, give it a, give it a minute. Yeah. Like, you'll, you'll meet friends. I definitely, like, she was saying how, like, it was, like, it was just, like, her and her friend and, like, she didn't really have any other friends. Yeah. And, like, I definitely felt that way. Um, going into grade 10 because all of my closest friends left my high school after grade 9 and so I like had always been friendly with other people like Zoe but like Zoe and I like weren't super close to grade 9 um and so I went into grade 10 feeling I really didn't have any close friends because they had all left and I was like okay work (laughs) um but I mean like you just go in and you just meet other people and like I class with Zoe, so I got to know yeah. her more, and I just, like, made other friends. Like, it happens. I think, like, when you start to think about it too much, you're like, oh my god, like, it's so hard, it's never gonna happen, but... You know, it just it And also, will. a part that I don't like about this little, like, oh, anecdote... Oh, her friend Yeah, her friend, friend in heavy quotations, Quotes. um... Is now is, friends with somebody who friends bullied with her? Who bullied her for being gay. If your friend is friends with someone who is trying to make your life miserable. That person's not your friend. No, I mean, like, I think that right there, aside from everything else, like, that's just, like, a defining factor. It's, like, if they're okay being friends with somebody who obviously made you, like, very uncomfortable, like, at an earlier point in your life, like, like, no, that's extremely fucked up. Yeah, no. I just think, with any friendship, if it becomes a one-way street, that's when you walk. Because... Why? 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 You're like that. Why? <laughs> why? 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 But it's like, why are you gonna sit there and continue to put in a hundred percent into this friendship when the other person can't even be bothered to pick up their phone and text you once in yeah. a while? Like, I don't understand it. And like, I've been in friendships like that before, but I've just like gotten to the point now where it's like, no, unless the other person is giving exactly the amount that I'm giving, yeah. I am not interested. Exactly. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all the advice that we have for you. Slay. Salah. Salah. 1998. You slay 1998. And you get better friends. Yeah. And you will. You will. Absolutely. We believe in you. Also, fun things. We have some questions from a friend of the podcast. From a loyal listener. Amazing. So Kimberly sent us some questions. Which, thank you so much, Kimberly. That was so delightful. You're we are very excited for an email. You're the first person to ever do that. <laughs> and it meant a lot to us. It's been a year of us doing this godforsaken podcast. <laughs> Finally! Finally, it is time to, to meet right in front of my eyes. And I just can't describe Finally! <laughs> We just start singing don't answer any of the questions. Listen. I think that answers all of them. Almost all the time we have. (laughs) So question number one. What are your favorite things to do in Toronto? I visited a couple of times and always end up doing really touristy things like the aquarium. I would love to know about some local favorites. Some local faves. Some L faves. (laughs) Loke faves. Loke faves. Baby. Um, okay, I, like, jotted down a few things. Okay. Um, I mean, like, some of I mean, like, they're all kind of, like, touristy. I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, but the design exchange and the ROM, usually a pretty cool exhibit going on. <laughs> yeah, the museum, as Zoe calls it, even though we have multiple <laughs> museums here. 
they always have really cool exhibits so like if you like know that you're coming to the city i would say like look up what's going on there um because that's always fun taking a blue jays game that's what i would recommend personally or any other sports event that you're into if you like toronto teams (laughs) um there are so many like parks and ravines and green spaces in this city that are so lovely to walk through like in the nicer months like either in the spring or summer or even like early fall um like yeah it's just like so lovely um like evergreen brickworks go walk through there there's like literally parks everywhere yes that's on my list also (laughs) some of my like favorite neighborhoods like parkdale roncesvalles the distillery leslieville greek town like they're all like really nice like walking not all of the Danny, because, like, the further east you yeah. get, the less appealing it gets, <laughs> for sure. Um, like, anything, like, east of, like, Woodbine, I'm like, mm-mm. No, no. No, ma'am. Um, but those are all really nice, like, walking, like, neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and there's, like, cool stores and, like, places to eat and stuff. Um, brunch spots, there are so many of them. If anybody is, like, actually coming to Toronto and wants recommendations... <laughs> I can give you specific brunch queen, but there are so many. Same with like cute little like coffee places. Yeah, if you just want to go like sit and like read a book somewhere or something, that's really nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many restaurants, like literally countless. I know, like I can't even like get into restaurants because it's like I need to know like what you're into, like where you're gonna be. Like I need the specifics before I can give you recommendations because it's there are too many. Yeah. It's just, there's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. If you do go to Greek town, go, 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 understand? <laughs> if you do come to Greek town, go to a Greek restaurant called Astoria. Yeah. It's been there forever, and it's delightful. Yeah, if you like Greek food, I would definitely uh, recommend it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's so much to do in Toronto, and I think it's, like, really overwhelming. Like, I live here and so I don't really think about all the things that they're already do. Mm-hmm. Um so I was like really trying to like rack my brain. But those are like some general things that I would suggest and like neighborhoods to check out for sure. Um but if anyone's ever coming to Toronto yeah. and wants specific recommendations, hit please hit yes. us up. Because we got them. Yeah. Also, if you ever come in the summer mm-hmm. and are into just very Toronto brand Canadiana <laughs> Go to the X. Oh yeah, <laughs> just yeah, that's just fun. That's Toronto, just that's our time to shine. Yeah, it's just a fair, and it's great. The Canadian National Exhibition. We love her. We love her. We live for her. Go to the X. Get a funnel cake. Let's go to the X. Make me proud. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Next question, which seems very in Logan's field. I know, I'm ready. I finally started doing more than putting lotion on my face. <laughs> what are your skincare routines? Do you have any advice for a newbie? Take it away, boys. Okay, my advice first and foremost would be figure out what your skin type is, because I think that was my issue for a really long time. Is like I didn't fully understand yeah. like what my skin needed. I was just like, let's put everything on it. <laughs> um, I think it's a lot of trial and error. Uh, Like, it's taken me, like, a long time to figure out what works for my skin. Um, But, like, once you kind of, like, figure that part out, like, Mm -hmm. what your skin type is, it's a lot easier from there. What else did I write down? Oh, don't start using a bunch of new products at once, because then you'll never know what's working or what's not working. 
Um, I think people get, like, really excited. They're like, I'm gonna have a new skincare routine. And they get, like, everything and start using it at once. And it's like, come down. You're like, now my skin's breaking out, but I don't know what it's reacting to. Also, speaking of breaking out, as someone who has very sensitive skin, always whatever skin product thing that you're putting on your face, put it on the back of your hand first. Do a patch test. And let it sit there for a little bit. And if you start to break out in a rash on your hand, don't put it on your face. That's a good tip. There you go. For sure. Um, and then my other advice, my other piece of advice was <laughs> always wear SPF. Yes. Always. Constantly. I don't care if it's the middle of winter. The UV rays can still get you. Yeah, put something on baby. So do that. Anyway, uh, do you want to go through your routines? Routine? My routine is I wash my face. Love I it. Put, I use a makeup wipe mm-hmm. and then I wash my face. And then I put that, what's it, Nistler water. Mm-hmm. And then I wash my face more to get makeup and dirt out of it. Mm-hmm. And then Logan showed me this thing called Pixie Glow Tonic. Mm-hmm. And it's like an exfoliant. It's an exfoliating toner. And I put that on a little piece of cotton and I swab my face with it. And then I let it sit for a little bit. And then if my skin is very dry, I put some moisturizer on before I go to bed. And then if not, I'll put it on in the morning. Dope. And that's what I do. Okay. Um, I feel like mine's going to sound like a lot, but I swear to God it's not. I can do it She's like this, five minutes. Yeah, this is why I started. Because <laughs> okay. it's a lot more in-depth. Like, this, listen, skincare to me is just like one of those like self-care things. I like having a routine. I thrive with a routine. Yeah. So this is why it works for me. So in the morning, I usually just like rinse my face off with water. Um, usually like, if I'm in the shower, I'll just use water from there or I'll use like my cellar water if I'm like out, not in the shower. Um, and then what do I do? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, then I use a serum in the morning. I use a vitamin C serum to make my skin a little bit brighter and glowier. Um, just to like brighten that bad boy up. And then I've been using an oil recently that an Instagram mutual of mine makes and it's phenomenal. I swear to God, it is like. It's, like, magic. Yeah. That Leo oil stuff is, I, like, I'm so intrigued express to you. Okay. Sidebar. I literally had, like, a white head, like, pimply thing yeah. forming on my chin the other day. I used that before I go to bed, like, as per usual. Woke up in the morning. It was gone. Wow. Because it's, like, my antimicrobial and okay. stuff like that. And so, like, it's made for people with, like, acne-prone skin. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I've been using that. I use that in the morning. I use three drops and rub it between my hands. And then I, like, pat it on my face. And it's just, like, so good. Um, Magic. And then I will put moisturizer on. And then I will use some form of SPF, whether it's in my skincare or in my makeup. Mm -hmm. Then it's on my face. And then I have to worry about it. And then in the night, it's basically the same thing. But I use a makeup wipe, which, like, I know it's, like, bad for the environment. But, like, it's just, like, the easiest way to, like, quickly get, like, that base layer of makeup off. My thing is that I I got that makeup eraser thing Mm -hmm. to, like, try to save the environment environment and, like, cut down on the wipe. But the thing is, like, after a while, like, I still wash it and everything like that. But after a while, it just gets, like, kind of gross. Mm. Despite washing yeah. it and, like, drying, like, all that jazz. It just gets, like, I don't know how I feel about it. And not being, like, a fresh thing every right. time to put all over your face. Yeah, so. Just my two cents. I use a makeup wipe. I use whatever is on sale at the drugstore. I am not loyal to any one brand. <laughs> um, use a makeup wipe. 
to get the preliminary makeup off. Mm-hmm. Then I wash my face with an actual cleanser, dry my face off, and then to get any like residual eye makeup off, I use my cellar water. Yes, yeah. like get that off. Then <laughs> what do I do? It's just so <laughs> weird to like not actually do it. I'm like, what are the steps? Then I use an exfoliating toner. I was using the Pixie Glow Tonic, but I just got the Glossier Solution. Oh. Um, so I've been using that to see how I like it. Um, it's been like two nights. It seems to be good. It makes my skin like super glowy after yeah. I use it. Um, so I do that, and then I use the Leo Oil again. I put that on my face. That's so nice. And then I moisturize, and then I glow down. Nice. And I nice. swear it takes me like five minutes. <laughs> She's quick. She's speedy. But, like, I don't she think She has it down to a science. I don't think you need all that. I just think, like, a good cleanser and a good moisturizer can go a long way. Yeah. And then SPF is super important yeah. for the daytime. Exactly. Like, my moisturizer that I use constantly is just full of SPF. Yeah. It's, like, an anti-aging one oh, by yeah. LA. So it's, like, one. all the SPF. Yeah. And I need it. Because I burn very easily. Awesome. Awesome. Also masks every once in a while. I love a good face mask. I've been really enjoying it's one of the L'Oreal clay ones. It's their exfoliating one. Uh, it's like red clay and it feels like it has sand in. I don't think it's actually <laughs> sand, but wow, obsessed with it. I want okay, basically. I was gonna get the Origins original skin mask. Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. It's also like a clay mask, and then I was like reading through, excuse me, the reviews <laughs> on um. Sephora and everybody was like raving about it, but then this one person was like, "Yeah, it's fabulous," but the Olay mask it's is basically same. a dupe for it. And I was like, "Well, what am I gonna do? <laughs> Buy the more expensive one or the cheaper one?" Uh, cheaper I'm going one. Cheaper one. And oh my god, it's fantastic! I love it so much. Yeah, I love sheet masks because they're nice and cooling. My face gets very red because I have rosacea, so it's nice to just put a nice little cold yeah I like- sheet on my face. I have like a love-hate relationship with sheet masks. I don't like putting them on, and I don't like having to sit with them on my face, because <laughs> I, I don't like the, the feeling. Wet, yeah. Um, but I do like how easy they are to take off after. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't you have don't to rinse my off, face after using, like, a clay mask or something. So. So there, a lot of tips, a lot of products. It's, like, too much information. But now you have a lot to go off of. Pick and choose things you want to do to try. Yeah, just, I don't know, clean your face and moisturize. Yeah, that's really <laughs> it. Put sunscreen on. Um, book recommendations. Mm. I started typing out such a long list of books, yeah. and then I was just like, this is ridiculous, and so I stopped. <laughs> what are your book recommendations? Um, we haven't talked about it enough, but <laughs> I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Yeah. Amazing. Fantastic. Amazing. What else? Like, I really, I take so long to read a book. Yeah. Because I just, like, I don't know. Like, I'll start to read it, and then I'll be like, oh, let me do something else. Like, my attention span is not clear mm-hmm. enough yeah. to sit down and just, like, get through the whole book. Like, I'll be like, read some chapters, do some cross-stitching, read some chapters, now I'm watching TV. Like, there's too much going on for me to, like, <laughs> get into a book. Yeah. But, you know, like, as a teeny bobber, <laughs> I really enjoyed, like, the Ned Vizzini book. Oh, yeah. Like, those ones very good. Very uplifting. Yeah. That's what I got. That's what I got. Um, I finally finished The Year of Magical Thinking by Joan Didion the other day. Um, I would recommend that if you want to maybe just be depressed for a while. <laughs> um, also, I'll Be Gone in the Dark is another recommendation that I support. I haven't heard of that. 
Um, and then I feel like all the books that I recommend are going to have the, like, the same title, but All the Missing Girls and The Perfect Stranger by Megan Miranda are both really good. And then The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins is really good. And then Gone Girl by Gillian <laughs> Flynn is really good. Girls, they all have girl in the titles. Um, I read a lot of nonfiction. Like, I feel like as I've gotten older, I gravitate a lot more towards, like, memoirs and stuff like that. Um, so I really like both of Mindy Kaling's books. Is Everybody Hanging Out Without Me and Other Concerns and Why Not Me? That's a book um, that I started reading <laughs> and um halfway through. Those are both really fun. Um, uh, oh, Scar Tissue by Anthony Kiedis is really fantastic also. Um, oh, Grace Coddington's memoir is fantastic. It's just called Grace, a memoir. Um, what else? Oh, one of my favorite all-time books is The Outsiders by S.E. Hinton. I feel like everyone's read that, though. That's, like, something you read in elementary school and it's just, like, required. Um, but that's fantastic. Um... Oh, what else have I been reading? Oh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is another book that I girl. absolutely love. Again, girl. The girl here is girls. Um, I can't even think. I'm like, I think I'm going to my bookshelf. Um, yeah, I, those are some of the ones off the top of my head. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the list. It's a list, for sure. She's got it. She's got all your recommendations for all the things. All your recs. Hit her up. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Um, thank you so much for the questions, Kimberly. We really appreciate it. It and was thank so you for lovely. listening to the podcast. Yeah. Her email was so cute. She's like, I don't know if you remember me. And I was like, I do. And I was like... I do. <laughs> I do. Um, right. That's like literally something I do. I'm like, I don't I know because I'm like, me. no, no one will. No, that's like, <laughs> I was texting Zoe the other day because like in class on Tuesday, like my prof remembered my name and I was like, wow, how amazing. Somebody <laughs> remembered me. And Zoe's like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that would be, yeah, because I'm the same. I'm like, oh, I remember everyone. And then everyone's like, oh, did we meet? And I'm like, only seven times. Uh, that's always the most awkward situation when like you've met somebody before and then you get like reintroduced to them. They're like, oh, hi, like I don't think we've met. And it's like, oh, we yeah, have. like, oh, honey. Yes. Yes, we have. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, but if you too would also like to send us questions or it, questions for advice i don't know what i'm saying yeah. if you want us to answer things whatever they may be whatever questions questions advice you want some advice we got it you want it we got it exactly um you can email us at the honestly podcast at gmail.com uh we also are on facebook at facebook.com slash honestly pod and we're on twitter and the gram at honestly pod and oh yeah, we have a website which is the honestly dot dot com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. Don't do it. If you do, it will lead you nowhere. And then what good is that for anyone? That would be sad. We also have merch. Yeah, don't forget that merch. You can find it on our website, and you can also find it at honestlypod.threadless dot com oh hell yeah check out some mugs some phone cases some t-shirts some sweatshirts some pillows Fuck it up. some notebooks what and bags wow there's just a lot going on 
There is. We're also still doing that thing where if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a screenshot and send us your mailing address and we will send you a sticker in return. A limited edition sticker. Limitish. So yeah, do that. That would be nice. So many things for you to do. There's just a lot. Like, there's so many options. But is that it? That's all. Bye. Bye.